Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? Hey, we are back. It's the Brad and John Show. You can check it out at bjshow.co. Um, and we are on Egbert, Egbert Radio, E-G-G-B-U-R-T. He's our owner. He's a nice guy, a little bit quirky. Uh, check him out at egbert.com, E-G-G-B-U-R-T. If you just want to go to the radio page, you can go to egbertonair.com. How's that for domain names? Uh, John. I'm here. What else do you got to talk about this morning? I'm going to throw it over to you. Well, let's see. We've got, you know, MoDOT has, has issued their... MoDOT is assuring Missourians that they are standing at the ready today for for what will be a slushy, wintry mix from essentially from mid-Missouri up north and then down south. It's going to just mostly be cold rain today. So that's what's going on in the traffic-wise. Which means that when we get that first uh, little bit of uh, frozen precipitation being sleet snow, everybody will forget forget how to drive you know what I'm saying? they will completely freak out speaking of driving brad another story that's up on my website today is that construction on i-70 with this huge expansion where the the highway will be at least three three lanes going each direction will begin this spring they're still working on getting finalizing some contract details with the contractors that won these giant awards of taxpayer money so that construction will begin this spring the first section that's going to be that they're going to work on is going to be between kingdom city and columbia so be prepared for a lot of be prepared for a lot of uh, orange cones and orange barrels okay, now, uh, for the next few years let me ask you a question i've heard yeah. the politicians say do you ever go to jefferson city ever go 70 west at all i mean very much like outside of the st louis metro yeah not really okay I've heard several of the politicians through the years saying, we have to do something about 70. It's in terrible shape. And I drive, I don't want to say all the time, but I drive out west, uh, when, especially like when my two sons lived in Kansas City. I went, you know, 70 back and forth quite a few times. And I'm always the guy that has no problem with going down to Jefferson City, getting my license plates renewed and stuff like yeah. that. So. I've never had any problems in 70. Matter of fact, you know, most of the time I would say, you know, I compliment MoDOT because the roadway is in good shape. There's a couple rough spots here and there, but for the most part, they've done a good job of maintaining it. And I've never had any traffic jams in 70. Once you get past essentially Wright City, unless there's an accident or something, you never have any problems. I don't necessarily understand the three lanes between, you know, I get when you come into the metro and this is like a common situation you have an all interstate highways a lot of them are you know two lanes in each direction four lanes whatever you want to call it and as you come into the metro you start to gain lanes you know sometimes you'll it'll go three lanes and and i think like when you go into kansas city it hits uh out about oak grove you know where that's at which which is east to kansas city one of the far eastern metro uh suburbs of kansas city and it goes to three lanes and then i think actually when you get to kansas city at some spot it's four lanes and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I don't necessarily understand. Now, once again, I'm saying, knock yourself out, guys. You know, I mean, yeah. f- you know, three lanes yeah. all the way between, uh, essentially between, that would be essentially from west of 4064 because it narrows down to two lanes as you go through the S-curve there in Wentzville because it can't go any more than that because of the goofy railroad bridge. But, um, you know, I don't know. It, I think that, well, I think, first of all, I think it's, when I think lawmakers are biased because everybody 
today loves Mizzou. Ten years ago, Mizzou was quite unpopular. And when folks go to football games on, you know, however many Saturdays that is, excuse me, in the fall, traffic is backed up. It gives everybody an opportunity to complain about 70. Brad, we we know that that S-curve is just atrocious. People have been talking about that for years. To me, one of the reasons why it's so popular, if you take a 30,000-foot view of this, is that it's something that the state can spend money on, that Democrats can take credit for in their district, Republicans can take credit for in their district. And even if you're nowhere near Highway 70, if you're in Springfield, Springfield lawmakers today are touting the I-70 expansion and saying, you know, the great thing about the I-70 expansion is that we fought and we worked for more funding for I-44 and that I-44 funding is coming and we're already planning our whatever. Who can argue against building more roads except if you're, you know, a very strict libertarian or you're against a lot of spending, very few people are going to stand up and say, no, we don't want better roads in this state. Yeah, but 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 see, I, I fashion myself as somewhat uh, maybe, you know, maybe a lot of a libertarian. See, the libertarian view is that is what the government should be doing. The government one should be... One of the be, only things, right? right they one should, of the only things the government should Well, be. first off, the federal government should protect us. You know, that's, that's, that's number one thing, you know, as far as defense. And second thing should be that, you know, they should supply, you know, essentially make the country better by providing infrastructure because you know darn well that because I'm on some of these you know I'm in some of these uh, chamber of commerce meetings where there are various speakers and stuff like that and they're always talking about bigging uh, bringing businesses into the St. Louis area and if they're big businesses they're always talking about is the infrastructure there for us to have x amount of trucks come in you know like for example when they built the amazon warehouse out in st peter's uh, that kind of stuff you know are we you know what is what is it what is the path for our trucks and then our delivery yeah, vehicles to get in and out of there onto yeah. the interstate and you know deliver their packages all over the place I don't have a problem with that, but I do have a problem with the fact that when they start, see, and this is this is going to tick off a lot of people. I'm an anti-parks guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, you, do you feel like it's a generally a waste of space? I, well, exactly. I mean, like yeah. for example, I mean, here's the thing: <laughs> if you talk to, if you're in the, in your daily travels today, uh, if you talk to, uh, I don't know, you wouldn't do this, but in a, in the course of a week, let's say you talk to a hundred people that have lived their life entirely in St. Louis. Ask 100 people people how many times they've been in the arch. I think you'd probably have 30 of them, maybe 20 to 30 of them who's been in the arch. The other 60 or 70 never been in the arch or 70 or 80, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So once again, you know, and the crazy thing about that is if you go back in history, that whole area was a very lively, robust area of businesses and homes and things like that. And they just took it all. It's gone. You know, yeah. I mean, and and. People talk about, you know, the fact that if you've ever been to Cincinnati, they've got a very thriving riverfront. There's a lot of places that have a thriving riverfront. Our riverfront is dead because you know why? Because they they made it isolated. Yeah. I, I still am ticked off about the fact that when they did this renovation of the arch, they chopped out the garage. Remember the arch garage there? 
the I, actually I don't I don't remember the the Arch Garage. The Arch Garage was on the north side of the Arch Grounds. It was it was on the corner of Washington and L.K. Sullivan. Uh, okay. You know, and and matter of fact, it was uh, you could a lot of people use the Arch Garage to go to the landing when the landing was hot. Yeah. So here they they tear out the Arch Garage because it wasn't aesthetically pleasing, and then they shut down Washington Street. Used to be able to drive Washington Street all the way you know from you know out west and just keep going and literally Washington ended at the riverfront. When you got to the end of Washington, you were at L.K. Sullivan, which is the old Wharf Street right there on, on, on the riverfront. Well, they, they closed that entrance. So what they did was they made the, because they wanted to make the arch aesthetically pleasing, okay? I have friends that are handicapped, um, you know, and you probably do too. If you're going to go to the arch, how do you get there? You know, and where do you park? Yeah, like, yeah, where are you supposed to park or where's right. your van supposed to drop you off? Well, and, and if, it, if you go down, if your van drops you off down on L.K. Sullivan, you got 14,000 steps to go yeah, to the arch. You know, I mean, it's not like there's a wheelchair it's ramp there. It's not ADA friendly. Right. So, and, but the, the question is, Brad, it, so you mentioned the landing. I used to go down, you know, in college, we'd go to the landing a couple times a weekend. Everybody I know of that, of a certain era, would hang out the landing. What, could anything bring it back? And no. I know that that question sounds cynical, no. and that's by design. No. What could possibly bring it back? No, it's gone because, well, the it's casino gone. came in and took all the, you know, took most of the real estate there. Yep. And the, and once again, the problem you've got with parking and, um, you know, I mean, there, there was a lot of cross-pollination between the arch and the landing. I think that was sort of interesting because tourists would come and, once again, they would park in those those parking garages and they'd go to the arch. A lot of times they'd walk under the Eads Bridge, you know, because that's, that's uh, right there that's what separated, uh, you know, the arch. Uh, are the you know the 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 pretty much landing from from um, you know the the uh, arch grounds they would walk you know right out of that garage go into the landing stuff like that that was the daytime tourists and some of the nighttime tourists landing was a hot spot you know it was, there was good bars what Mississippi Nights is still renowned for having yeah. all these incredible bands that today you can't you couldn't you know you'd have to spend a thousand dollars for a ticket and back in the day you had to buy two beers to watch you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah I was a big fan of Mississippi Nights right and and once again they they, they started killing the whole thing and but yeah. I, but also how much of that na naturally demographically is just due to crime like I don't I don't want to go to anything except for a cardinal game in the city well but but see you're not that that and you've said it a lot of people will not admit that uh, a mm -hmm. lot of people will not admit you know what you just said but it's true I mean I'm the guy that loves Metrolink. I'm the guy that loves downtown yeah. areas. I love downtown. It's to the point where, you know, after the COVID thing, see, like, I used to have favorite restaurants I used to go to. I used to go to Calico's all the time. Oh, uh, I love Calico's. That, right there on the corner. Yeah, I had a friend that worked there. It was right. fantastic. That was the last Calico's in the St. Louis area. There used to be one in Creve Corps, and there was one out in St. Peter's, and or, I don't know if that was St. Peter's and R.O. Fallon, the boundary line out there off of Salt Lake Road. Um, and I used to go there all the time. I used to go downtown. I used to park on the street. Yep. You know, I yep. mean, and, and I just, I love the vibe of downtowns at night. You know, there's something mm -hmm. about, yeah. you know, the and I'm energy not, there. Yeah. Right. I'm not talking about like one or two o'clock in the morning. I'm talking about, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 o'clock at night. And, and I used to go down quite a bit. I used to go down for all the shows. I mean, like coming up next month, I used to do the car show, the home show. I used to do the wedding show because I'd go there for possible clients and advertise on the radio station. I'd go there for all the crazy shows. Okay since COVID, I haven't been to one of them, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's to the and point. You, and you're not alone. I mean, other, other than that, why would you, if you're listening to us right now and 
in the Westplex, other than a sporting event where you know you can generally park somewhere safe, you would never drive down there to eat well, dinner. Like, where are you, you going to eat? See, that's the interesting thing, that, that you brought up a very good point, and I don't know if this is you know a technical term or not. I consider St. Charles County to be now a self-contained county, yes. meaning that... It's got pretty much everything of what you want. If you live in St. Charles County. All the restaurants, you couldn't possibly eat in every restaurant in St. Charles County, every good restaurant in a year. Right. If you want a nice place to work out, there's all sorts of gyms. Matter of fact, they're they're finishing up a brand new um, uh, Planet Fitness, which is is sort of interesting. Planet Planet Fitness, they've got one out in Washington. It's this two-story workout building, you know, Planet Fitness right there. Mm -hmm. And this is on Highway K, okay? You've got nice parks. You've got, you know, all sorts of things. You've got retail yep. up and down Highway K. You know, if you can't find, you know, a place to eat on Highway K, there's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? It's just yep. everything yep. is there, and there's no reason for you to go. Now, people will say, well, you don't have any art museums, and you don't have any, you know, I mean, you know, all the, you know, the snooty people are going to say, oh, yeah, St. Charles County does not have any a place to have a, a symphony concert. We've got yes, the power listen to hall. jazz. Where right, can we listen right. to jazz? Well, Although there is a place, there's a place down on, I don't know if it's still there or not, on, on uh, Main Street in St. Charles called Tuners. You ever heard oh, of this place? I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and they have a lot of different a lot of different local, you know, very talented musicians. I don't know if it's still there or not. I have to check that out. I mean, let me make a note. Uh, I'll talk about that tomorrow, see if I can but find But to that. the idea of, of museums, Brad, and so I look at this as somebody that has kids. I know that every year my kids get, if they want to do some urban exploration, Every year, they, their school takes them on a trip to the zoo, the art museum, somewhere where the buses can be safe and drop them off at the door. And, you know, you can fill in the gaps as a parent. But you think about, for example, next month, or I'm sorry, at the beginning of February, the WWE is coming to St. Louis. Now, I would love to take my son to a WWE event for at least a couple hours, not the whole time. But I also know that if I can park, it might cost me $40 to park in the garage if I get a ticket. Or else, do you think I'm going to walk with my child, park at Union Station or park somewhere and, and hike five blocks after dark with my offspring? Absolutely not. Well, but but see, now, statistically, you're probably, you know, 99.9% safe. You know what I mean? But probably, yep. there's, there's always that 0.1%. Or that point, you know, point, you know, yeah, point one percent. I I don't know. I mean, it's sad. And I, I did I, I had this. I had lunch with Mike Elam. I think we talked about this in the air one day. That I said to him, I said, if St. Charles County was smart, they would just pretend that St. Louis City doesn't exist, and we would just market ourselves. As, yeah, hey, and, and Mike disagrees with that because oh, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. the, yeah, you on, know, he has the the Navy. Metaphor about if, if well, you're not 200 yards was, away, you'll get that sucked was, in the undertow. I, I threw it back at him, you know. And he was, yeah, he was, yeah, absolutely. But, but well, and there's another big reason why folks don't go to sporting events anymore. And we're up against time, but maybe we talk about it in the next segment. Well, I think it's because of the fact that you can watch it anywhere right now, you know. And you can watch it in comfort on a beautiful television and have your own drinks and food and your own bathroom. And not have somebody behind you spill beer on you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, they might, Brad, depending on what kind of people you have over your right. house. Right. If you've got some rowdy friends of your house, <laughs> there may be lots of beer spilling going on. Okay, we'll be back. This is the, uh, the Brad and John Show. You can check it out at bjshow.co. And uh, we are on Egbert, E-G-G-B-O-R-T 740.